These are interesting days at Twitter. Uh, Last week, Elon Musk warned employees to brace for difficult times ahead. That might end with the collapse of uh, the social media platform altogether if they can't find new ways to make money. Twitter recently rolled out Twitter Blue, which charged $8 or re-rolled it out. It existed beforehand. Uh, They charged $8 a month for verification and other perks. There had been some concern that would lead to an increase in misinformation, and those fears were immediately realized as there were a number of fake accounts that received verification and started to impersonate people and companies. Uh, Premier Doug Ford uh, had a a fake account out there. There was a fake account for the uh, Chief Medical Officer of Health as well. It was reported on Friday that Twitter Blue had been put on hold. Uh, Twitter is uh, far from perfect, but it and social media does play a pretty big role in day-to-day life. So I want to talk about all of this. And to do that, we're joined by Carmi Levy, a London-based tech analyst. Uh, Carmi, appreciate your time today. Great to be here, Devin. Thanks for having me. Sometimes what's important on Twitter isn't important in real life. There's a disconnect, but what uh, impact does Twitter have on real life? Because it does shape a lot of conversations. It certainly does. I often call it the pulse of the Internet or the conscience of the Internet. If you want to really know what's going on now, you know, in the kind of the real time, Twitter is where you go. When Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or any other platform has an outage or a slowdown, everybody jumps over to Twitter to find out what's happening now, now, now. And so Twitter really has, even though it's not the biggest platform, for example, Facebook uh, or Meta's various platforms, including Facebook, they've got about 3 billion people who tune in, who use it every day. Whereas Twitter, that number is about 250 million. So it's much smaller by an order, order of magnitude than all of the other major platforms. But um, it has outsized influence in certain sectors. So think about news, politics, entertainment, kind of the, the zeitgeist of culture and social day-to-day life. Twitter really is the epicenter of the Internet, uh, and it's where everyone goes to find out what's going on. And so, you know, it's sort of watching what's happening now, which is under Elon Musk. There's just been this this massive rise in the overall level of chaos. It throws into question Will that traditional role of Twitter still apply in future, or is the Twitter that we know and love, and I think there are a lot of people who do love it, and I count myself among them because I use it for the same reason, we're all kind of wondering, is that still going to be as true in the future as it has been in the past? And right now, there's really no telling where this is going to go. It's kind of a mess, thanks to Mr. Musk. Yeah, I mean, it's you're kind of asking the question, is Elon Musk crazy like a fox or just kind of crazy with the way he's <laughs> making these uh, moves here? Because uh, everything he's doing seems to be kind of backfiring on him right now. Very much so. And, you know, it's funny. I've been following Mr. Musk for a number of years, and he is an enigmatic figure. This is the guy, of course, he, he leads SpaceX, and that is the company that uh, essentially upended the rocketry industry, reusable rockets, which up until the Falcon 9 were not a thing. And this is some pretty incredible technology um, that is in- entirely changing an industry. Same thing with Tesla. You know, Tesla has pushed the automotive industry toward electric vehicles. Uh, in in a way that no one else had managed. And so Elon Musk is, he's a brilliant engineer. He knows how to put together brilliant engineering teams. He knows how to disrupt markets. So he's not 
you know, outright crazy, but when you watch his Twitter feed, when you listen to the way he speaks, when you see the, the things that he does to get attention, you kind of realize that his, his actual intelligence is off the charts. His emotional intelligence, though, I think there's some reason for questioning it there, that sometimes he does things, and frankly now he's doing it all the time, rashly, that he isn't really planning, that he's kind of skittering from one side of the fence to the other, almost responding to each crisis as it presents itself. And so Elon Musk leading Twitter is a very different cat than Elon Musk leading his other properties. And given sort of where Twitter falls in that sort of pantheon of social media, I worry uh, that, you know, while he's been really good for SpaceX and Tesla, I don't think the same thing can be said for Twitter. The verification exercise uh, was a complete uh, mistake. It blew up almost immediately, as many had expected, based on uh, what was outlined initially when we saw. Uh, how has that hurt Twitter? And how can we? Uh, how easy to tell, like how the long-term viability of Twitter? I don't want. I don't want to get people to get too far ahead of themselves in terms of what's going to happen with Twitter. But could Twitter be in trouble here? Yeah, I mean, let's let's not call let's call a spade a spade. It could very well be in trouble. I mean, left unchecked, this is not good for the future of the company. Um, you know, bottom line, Mr. Musk overpaid for the for the company. He paid forty four billion dollars, where most analysts say he should have probably paid like maybe half that twenty twenty five billion, maybe. Um, so he's in way over his head financially. He's got huge interest rates or or interest amounts to pay over time, um, and so. Twitter is essentially being forced to pay for the fiscal mistakes of its new owner, uh, and he needs to find new sources of revenue. Ninety percent of the company's revenue comes from advertising. He rightly said, "Okay, we're going to add a subscri- We're going to ramp up our subscription model, Twitter Blue, which has been around for a while. We're going to add features to it. We're going to increase the price. That is all to the good. That's what he needs to be doing. The problem is, is that he took the verification process, which was a tool that was meant to be able to tell non-legitimate accounts from legitimate accounts. In other words, when, you know, when Devin Peacock says that he's tweeting, that you know you can trust that it's Devin Peacock. It's not some dude pretending to be Devin Peacock. And so that was a force for legitimacy that kept the trolls at bay. And what he did was he completely unwound that. He undid that process and turned verification into something that anybody with eight bucks uh, a month to spend a credit card and a smartphone could get. Just buy it. No big deal. And so, of course, the trolls came out in force once they flipped the switch on it. And we knew this would be a debacle. And that's exactly what happened. So he's essentially allowed the trolls to have free reign on the platform for disinformation, misinformation to roam. He fired most of the content moderators in the first wave of layoffs a couple of weeks ago. Just this weekend, he let go thousands of people who were content moderators contractors, so not employees, but contractors who are also doing the same job. So, you know, you put it all together and you realize that his his heart was in the right place, get money from other sources. But the way he's gone about it has essentially made a bad situation worse. Twitter was already known as a haven for toxicity. Now it's even worse. How does he get out of this uh, kind of hole? He gets out of it by surrounding himself with adults in the room. Uh, and rather than trying to manage it on his own, through his own personal Twitter feed to his 100 million plus followers, 
uh, he starts to run the company like a professional organization again. And if you look at, and I'll look right to SpaceX for, for an example of that. SpaceX, of course, is, not, is like Twitter, no longer publicly, uh, publicly traded. It's not a publicly traded company. So, uh, he, you know, he can basically do with SpaceX whatever he wants to. And what he's done, he's put together a team of highly trusted engineers and, and other business professionals who have been with him virtually from the start. And he's barely paying attention to SpaceX right now, but no one's talking about how SpaceX is falling apart at the seams because adults are running the ship. Well, he's got to do the same thing with Twitter. Show that you've got a leadership team that knows what it's doing. Show that it's not just one person in front essentially trying to keep the place from melting down. That's what he needs to do. He did it successfully with Tesla as well. Uh, He needs to do it here too, and he needs to do it here quickly. Unfortunately, he lopped off most of the top leadership uh, and, uh, and, and in a couple of ways, and now more top leaders have decided to actually quit on him. So he almost has no one left in the C-suite, and that is another huge problem that he faces as the new week dawns. Times of the essence will follow closely. Carmi, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Great, great being here, Devin. Thank you. That's uh, Carmi Levy, a London-based tech analyst.